0: Good morning. morning. Thank you for singing with me today. I love the voices coming together like that. I wanted to tell you some stories and hopefully gain some insights from you too. Uh, In the Jewish tradition, there's a, a biblical law that says that you're supposed to count from Passover it says the Shabbat of Passover which is debatable what that means exactly but from Passover seven times seven weeks 49 days and then the next day the fiftieth day is called the festival of weeks not surprising It's a brilliant name counting seven times seven a week of weeks essentially in Hebrew it's called Shavuot it's one of the most glorious holidays because it's supposed to be the the anniversary, the commemoration of when we stood at Sinai and received the laws. So it's a, a commandment, a kind of a double commandment, because we count days and we count weeks. And I thought you'd want to know about it because today happens to be the 36th day of the counting, and uh, which makes it five weeks in one day. You just did that. You just fulfilled the commandment. You're good now. Um, and and the cool thing about 36 is that 36 in Jewish tradition represents what we call double chai. Somebody noticed that on my guitar strap, it has Hebrew letters on it that are also music notes. That's a creative way of showing the word chai, which means life. And uh, the two letters that spell the word chai are chet and yud, which are eight and ten. So the number 18 represents life, or life is represented by 18, but 36 is double high. so it's a kind of an auspicious day today. I'm very proud to be here on a, a double high day. It's also taught that the world is sustained. We told the story about Noah where God wiped out the world uh, except for the few people so that the world could be replenished. But God made a promise in the story that that wasn't going to happen again. Um, At least not by water, I don't know, I'm I'm hoping that that's, I'm hoping that that's, that it meant never again, But, um, but the tradition is that if we can find, if God can find 36 righteous people in the world, then the world will continue to be sustained, and I always like to think that at least one or two or three or more of those righteous people are right here with us, and I like to treat each person as if they were one of the righteous people who, Uh, uh, because of whom God is sustaining the world. And obviously, I try to be one of those people because I don't want this world to disappear, or at least (laughs) I don't want the world to disappear. Um, I don't want us all to be wiped out. So that's all I think significant in here. And I want to tell you a story about something that happened this week. Kind of, I don't know if any of you have ever done this. Have you ever rescued an animal from outside like you see a lost dog or a lost, how many people have done that, rescued an outside? I love this group. I think you are. If there were 36 hands here, I think that that's where the 36 people are, right here. So this week, I was. We, would, um, we, we had a bar mitzvah yesterday, the whole story. There was a bar mitzvah, which means a young man turned 13 and led the service. And I spent like 10 hours a day with this kid this week, this young boy, um, young man, I should say now because he's already a, an adult officially in Jewish tradition, but on Tuesday, um, we, my sons and I, I went to, uh, we're going to see Detective Pikachu, anybody see that one yet? Yeah, that was fun. So we went on Tuesday and I asked Alexander to come with us. And so we went to pick him up, and a block away from his house, there was this turtle about this big that was walking across the street, or not walking. And we were a little bit stressed by that fact, so we stopped the car, and one of my sons got out, and went to move him to the side of the road. but. Um, we thought about it and we couldn't think of any body of water anywhere nearby. And we now know a lot about these turtles because it's a, it's a red ear slider, a red-eared slider it's called. It's got these red stripes where ears would be. Um, and we have one as, a, as part of our family now. We've had it for more than 10 years. And so I know that there, as an aquatic turtle, it needs water in order to be able to eat. It has no saliva and it won't be able to eat if it does, it's not in the water. And so it stressed us that there was no water nearby. And we had been looking for a companion for Mr. Turtle for a while, that's our turtle. And we've been looking for a companion for Mr. Turtle and we thought, look, maybe we'll bring it home, we'll save it at least, and we'll figure out what to do after the movie. So we brought it home. We quit fast. I, I took all my Passover pots and pans and took it out of this plastic bin and filled this plastic bin with enough water so, and put some turtle food in. So that we were calling this uh, turtle at the moment. Its name was Forest because the street was Forest. Forest Gunk because he had goop all over the back <laughs> of him. So and he was. We thought he was kind of doing the jogging mode of Forest Gunk. So um, I think Ron calls him um, the one who who. Is supposed to be taking care of the animals in our house, but I've been taking care of these animals. But Ron decided he was going to... See, we have a Mr. Turtle. For a while, we had a teeny turtle, but teeny turtle passed away, so he was calling him Big Turtle. So whichever, forest gunk or, Mr. Tur- or Big Turtle, um, covered in, in mud and stuff, and covered in, like, this uh, wavy algae, which turns out to be very, very bad for turtles. Turtles get algae on them, but not the wavy kind is bad. Um, and so he could have... It's, it, we're just taking care of it. We stuck it in this big bucket, we fed it, we went to the movie. When we got back, the bucket was filled with goop, and, um, and that was good, and we've kept it. We've given it sunlight and food and, and um, heat lamp, and it's, the amount of, of algae has diminished each day. Um, I'm supposed to scrub it with a little toothbrush. And um, we will probably have to return this to the wild, and we're okay about that. Um, we tried to put the two of them together. Ron was convinced that they were having fun together when I put them in the shower and they were finding each other and put them in the tank together. But um, then I heard a clunk noise from across the house and I went running over and Mr. Turtle, who's this big, was clomping on the leg. Sorry, of big turtle, which is this big, and that didn't look like Playtime to me, and so I separated them out, and they haven't been in the same enclosure. I don't even let them look at each other, and that it made us sad. And it means that if we wanted to pr- keep them both, um, then we need like a whole room of turtles tank. I don't know what we do, but um, but all of these turtles. We've had turtles before. We had three turtles together. We had a red ear slider. We had a with a yellow belly and a Mississippi map. I know more about turtles now than I ever thought I would know. And they lived. They started off as really little, and they lived in the same tank together. And you have a heat lamp, and you have sun lamp, and they like to bask in the sun. So when we had the three turtles, they would like stack on top of each other so that each one could get to the heat lamp, um, which reminded me of the Dr. Seuss story. You know the Dr. Seuss story, all the Turtle. So not everybody knows this, but Yertle the Turtle was a story about a turtle king, Yertle. By the way, one of those three turtles was named Lertle the Turtle after Yertle the Turtle. But anyway, um, Yertle was the king, and Yertle decided that the, he would be the king of whatever he could see. So the turtles would stack, which turtles apparently liked to do, and the turtles would stack, and he would be on top. And he could see beyond the pond and decided he was now the king of all of that. But he started to want to get a higher and higher stack so that he could see farther and farther and he could be the king of everything he saw. Um, that didn't end well because eventually he started to think more about his territory than his turtles. And I think about, you know, when I read stories, I sometimes ask, Who am I in the story? So am I Yurtle? trying to see as far as I can. That would have been cool to see as far as you can, or am I, and this was probably more like it, one of the turtles. And if I was one of the turtles, where would I be in this stack? Um, The pressure turtle backs are pretty sturdy, but eventually it gets to be a kind of complicated balancing act, and who am I? Am I the bottom one, or the middle, or kind of towards the top that had to get there? But obviously what happened is, eventually this turtle tower toppled and, um, and it didn't end well for Yertle. Uh, he doesn't get to be the, the king of all he can see anymore because he's stuck down at the bottom of the pile. And then turtles suffered for being the turtles. And like I say, I don't know if I was glad to be in this stack because I like to do the stack thing, or if it was kind of scary or I was miserable being in the middle of this stack with turtles below me and turtles above me and me not getting any kind of different view or anything. Um, And obviously it reminds me of the story of, the biblical story of the Tower of Babel, of Babel. And so that's a story that um, reminds me of building the world in love. Because what happens is, this was shortly after the Noah, Noah story, and the people went to not far from where Noah was, and they found this place that had really good mud that makes bricks, not unlike the Red River. The Red River is good mud, making uh, brick-making mud, and so they started to use those bricks. They made bricks, they were really good at this, and they started to build structures with it, and one day they decided, as you know, to try to build a tower. And this is where uh, my interpretation is different from almost anybody I've ever seen. I try to find another source that, that interprets it this way. I can read the Hebrew, I know what it says, and to me, what it says isn't what everybody else usually gets out of it. Because it says that they built this, t- this tower, and to me, they were all working together. And next thing you know, it's not like, you know, let's build a, a, a tower to heaven because we're encroaching on God's property. I don't think God is being threatened by tall things. I don't think that ever threatens God. <laughs> And I, I don't think that's what happened. I don't think that it was because we thought we were so cool we could reach God's territory. I don't think that's what happened. That, part of, that version of the interpretation doesn't make sense to me. What makes sense to me is we're building this tower. We're spending time only in this, in this place, which turned into a kind of an urban environment. This city, we were good at building the city, and we decided to keep building it higher, and God said no. No. Because the the very first commandment, and in Jewish tradition we have 613 commandments, and the very first one, the first one you see as you're walking through from day one, is be fruitful and multiply and fill up this earth. And so they weren't filling up the earth, they were staying there. They were building higher things so that they had more space for them, but it wasn't filling up the earth. And so God said, no, you've got to fill up this earth. And God confused mibalbel that's the word, Babel, Babel is the word because he confused, Babel, their speech. And so they called it the Tower of Babel because all of a sudden they started speaking different languages. And so what they did was they wound up going into different directions and staying where they were and they filled up the earth. Because our responsibility is to be partners with God in taking care of this planet and each other and ourselves. And they weren't doing that. They were just staying in one spot. They weren't taking care of the earth anymore. So I think that's the interpretation. Um, I have to tell you, I have a doctoral degree in linguistics, believe it or not. and, um, And it stresses me a little bit that God used language to do this because it makes me think that God intended us to fill up the earth and the way God did this was by saying... Here, if I give you different language groups, then you'll move to another place and you'll stay with people in your language family. And so that sounds wonderful because we did spread out and we did fill up the earth. And it is a blessing that we have lots of languages because each language has us thinking in a slightly different way and has us seeing the world in a different way. But to me, there's now a goal, and I don't see where that this commandment is anywhere in the scriptures, it's not in one of the 613, that now it's our obligation to try to communicate with people with different languages. That's where I think it's, we need to build this world with love, is we now have this world and we're spread out. And now we need to figure out how to communicate with other people, and see what's in their hearts, and understand what they're seeing with their eyes. And, um, and I don't see that commandment anywhere except I think that it's obviously implied. The part about having to take care of each other and partnering with God. So if you build this world with love, then God will build this world with love because we're seeing with our hearts and we're communicating with our hearts. So that's my interpretation. And if anybody lives anywhere near that Forest Street, did anybody lose a, a turtle? <laughs> I was really hoping. I was really hoping that somebody who was going to say, "Mr. Tur- Big Big Turtle," whatever Forest Gunk, that's mine. Because maybe I, my dream is a, a pond outside in my backyard, and maybe you lost your turtle from your pond. No, wow. anybody know how to build a pond for turtles? <laughs> I can use that too. I, <laughs> all right, I'm on this. I can take care of this. <laughs> But that's part of how we build the world with love, too, is we take care of ourselves, each other, the animals and the planet around us. Thank you for letting me share this with you today. Thank Thank you.